Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive. This is the last episode of 2020. Obviously, it's the last day of 2020. You may be hearing this in the new year in 2021, or you may be listening to this on the release date, December 31st. So either way, I hope you either have a wonderful, safe New Year's Eve celebration or New Year's Day whenever you do listen to this. I know things look different a little this year, and I feel like if you're listening to other podcasts, you follow people almost everyone is going to touch on, you know, how this has been a really challenging year, which is true, how people are glad that 2020 is over, even though that doesn't necessarily change a lot of the situations, but you may be seeing a lot of similar messages. And so I'm not here to tell you that 2021 is going to be better. I'm not here to tell you that 2021 is going to stay the same. I'm just here to share my thoughts, just some things I've learned and what I feel going into the new year. So I am not here to speak for anyone or their experiences. I'm only here to speak for what I know. I can say that this year has been extremely challenging and hard on my mental health. And at the same time, it has not been as challenging in any way compared to what a lot of people do go through. I am very privileged and lucky to live at home while I'm in grad school and to not have to worry about making certain ends meet. This year was challenging and I can sit here and say, well, a lot of great things came out of it because in many ways they did. I realized I wanted to study psychology and I started grad school. That was huge, a huge change for my career path and realizing what I really want to do. And of course, there are so many great things I can talk about and I'm not at the end of the day trying to be a downer, but the reality is that this year was extremely difficult and that's okay. I think there's so much pressure. I've talked about this in the last episode. There's so much pressure even just going into the new year that things need to change and be great. Even on like a normal year where there isn't a pandemic, we think, okay, what are your new year's resolutions? How are you going to change things? You know, grind, hustle, go all in in the new year. And that puts so much pressure on anybody. I know this show is called Trust and Thrive. Thursdays are Thrive Thursday, and I really do believe, at least for me, I hope to thrive in my life, not just survive every day. But there are times, there will be times, and this is one of those times where it's okay to just be surviving, to just get through day by day. This doesn't just have to do with the financial aspects of one's life. 
I'm talking specifically right now about mental health. And, you know, this whole show is about mental health. But this year has been really hard. I know for so many people in my own life who I've talked to and for myself, this year has just taken such a toll on our mental health. It's to no surprise. We've been secluded. We've been away from loved ones. We've had to basically adjust to a new reality that none of us have ever experienced in our lifetime. And I think we need to take a minute to commend ourselves, to pat ourselves on the back, to be proud of ourselves for making it through. We made it through. The pandemic isn't gone. Racism isn't gone. Social injustices aren't gone. But we made it through this year, and that is something to be proud of. It has been challenging for so many, to say the least. Obviously, it's been difficult for everyone in different ways, but I'm not here to start the trauma Olympics and compare hardships. I realize just having necessities, being able to go to therapy, to have that insurance, to all these different things that I realize are luxuries and that a lot of people don't have those resources. For so long, I felt like I had no right to be sad, to feel tough emotions or to even acknowledge that something in my life was difficult. Something as simple as saying like, oh, well, all my family are alive or, oh, well, I live with certain family members. I should be grateful, which I am. Or to say that, oh, I had these opportunities. I should not be sad about anything else. I don't have the right to be. It's almost as if certain emotions are only <laughs> are only available to certain people. It's just ridiculous as if we don't have the right to feel a certain way. And I believe that everyone has the right to feel the way they do. And that doesn't mean that everyone's thoughts are reality and that their emotions should be acted on. That's not the case. I think there's a clear difference between saying my emotions are valid and my thoughts are reality and I need to act on all of them. Because then there would be a lot of problems if people just acted on every emotion. That's not what I'm trying to say. So I think in general, it's important to embrace our emotions for what they are to accept them and acknowledge that they're there. If I try to suppress my emotions and just say, I don't feel the way I do. I don't have the right to feel this way. I should be happy in this situation. I should feel this way. Why do I feel this other way? Why do I feel the opposite? If I just tell myself that, the emotion is not going to go away. If I feel sad, if I feel frustrated, if I feel jealous, if I feel confused, and I try to repress those emotions and just say, no, you know what? I should be happy and grateful and not anxious. I should just feel fine. I'm not getting rid of the emotion. I'm not getting rid of the real feelings I have. I'm just acting like they don't exist for them to just show up in a different way. If anything, that would be inauthentic to who I really am. That would be very confusing for myself, which it has been in the past. I've struggled to trust myself and to really know myself because I simply acted in ways I felt like I needed to. And I feel like in general, I've been a very authentic person growing up and what I believe and am passionate about. I'd like to think that I always listen to myself, but at the same time, who I thought was myself maybe wasn't, you know? I thought, oh, I'm listening to myself, but that voice, that inner voice was maybe people who convinced me I should feel a certain way, or it was me telling Tara. It was me telling myself, you should act this way or you need to be this way to be loved, to be accepted, to look like the nice girl, to not be annoying, act this way. So as much as I thought I knew myself and I listened to myself, I didn't really know who I was. 
And I think a lot of people are struggling with that now. And I think many of us may have struggled with this now, realizing that we had more time to be with ourselves, whether it is we live alone or we live with our partners or with family or friends and roommates. We've all at some point been in lockdown and you may be an essential worker and haven't been able to, but most people have had to stay at home. Maybe you didn't have any time before to really you know, work from home, sit at home and really be alone with your thoughts at times more than usual. It's not the same when you, you're not going out every weekend or seeing people maybe distracting yourself from your inner voice. I've seen so many couples break up. I've seen a lot of people obviously get engaged. I've also seen people change their life paths. Being in quarantine made them realize so many things and have realizations. And undoubtedly, when we're so close to the idea of our morality, of knowing that a pandemic is right there, whether or not it would affect us in that way, that no doubt changes what we believe is important and our priorities. And not for everyone, of course. I'm sure it's made so many people have realizations, and I know for me it has. It's made me look within in so many ways and look externally. I know I had to really look within. My anxiety has been going through the roof in my life, in my relationships. I will definitely do an episode on relationship anxiety. It's something I'd like to share because it's something I realize I have been experiencing in ways I've maybe projected onto other people. So that will be like its own episode. But just to generally explain, I have been more anxious and I have been more dependent on certain people in my life. Because, for example, I haven't been seeing my friends. Like maybe I saw my friends like a few times in the last year with masks at a park or something. And like one time we went to a pumpkin patch on Halloween with masks. And that was pretty much it. I haven't I haven't been seeing friends casually. I live with my grandpa, my parents, and I've been very safe and more anxious when I see other people not being as safe. So it's been hard. And I've only I've only been seeing my boyfriend every once in a while. So that being said, I put a lot of my anxiety on him. I put that pressure on him. I projected on him my fears, my worries. I felt like I needed him to be everything to me because I wasn't in tune with myself. I was losing myself this year. I had been losing myself. I was feeling so lost, so anxious, and I was depending on him to make me feel safe in every way, which is so not fair to him. And I realize that now. I had to go through a really important moment of realizing that no one else can make me feel more secure than myself. And it's good to have that support, but I can't I can't expect one person to make me feel safe about the pandemic, about the world, about the social injustices, about my relationships, about who I am as a person. It's just, I fell into this hole that was hard to get out of for a few months. And I'm still struggling with it every day, realizing it. But I realize it and I'm more self-aware. And so I think that obviously is a big first step. But for a while, I was just irritated all the time. I was stressing out. And I realized a lot about myself. I realized a lot about other people, about the America we live in, about the world we live in. And just so many realizations in this past year. And this is not disregarding any grief or pain or real trauma and hardship people have been through in any way. Through the pain, through the grief, through the hardship, our eyes will open. We will notice things that we didn't notice before. 
And I'm not saying we have to go through it. I don't think we had to go through this pandemic at all. I don't want to ever believe that people had to lose loved ones to be sick and ill and to experience this tragic year to have to learn something. I don't want to believe that. And at the same time, we can acknowledge that this pain was eye-opening for many people. And I know it was for me. And so once again, I'm not speaking for anyone but myself. You may relate, you may not relate. I want to remind you that whatever your experience is, however you're feeling, that your feelings are valid. If you don't want to look at the bright side of this year, I don't blame you. If you want to find the light in the darkness in this year, I understand as well. It's up to you to decide on how you feel about this year, how you feel about this time right now, how you want to move forward. You know, once again, like I said, we're going to see all these posts about losing that quarantine weight, about being more productive in the new year, about starting fresh. If you just made it through, if you're just making it through day by day, that is more than enough. You are doing great by just being here, by listening, by showing up, by getting through the day, because in no way has this year been easy for anyone. And it's also been a year that I think personally I have I don't want to say lost respect, but in some way I have lost respect for people in my life or that I know, maybe not even personally, seeing how out of touch people can be with the world, with like people are dying and, you know, to be flying on planes and throwing parties and talking about your five-star resort vacation. It's, I'm not saying you can't find joy because I have, I've been to Airbnbs. I went like on a two hours away to an Airbnb with just me and my boyfriend, very secluded. And I hadn't seen him for over a month before that. And I have was so, it was hard on a relationship. And I felt like I have no right to experience joy. I should feel sad. I should be at home feeling upset and scared and anxious because I had been so anxious and I felt like I had no right to feel any sense of joy which I know may sound ridiculous, but I feel like I want to take on other people's energy. So if I know even someone, you know, a loved one has COVID or someone's hurt, it's like, I feel like I need to be fully in that pain with them. And I'm just so, I'm just so used to that. And I feel like that has a lot to do with codependency, which will be a completely different episode because (laughs) that's a lot to get into. And I'm really interested in discussing that as well, which we will. There's definitely no right or wrong way to feel. I think there's a right and wrong way of how to deal with the pandemic, how to be a little more considerate. It's not either or, but there are right ways to be safe, obviously, like wearing a mask and social distancing. And there are wrong ways, like throwing a party or traveling on a plane when you really don't need to. Um, So it's been tough. I think I've struggled because, you know, when we talk about gaslighting, I feel like so easy to feel that way when a lot of people in the world are acting like the pandemic isn't real or make you believe like you're being too sensitive or make you feel like you're the one who's being too safe or too cautious. I'm being extra safe because I don't want my grandpa especially or any anyone to get it. Like I can tell I've been so anxious recently and I don't blame myself. I've tried to give myself a lot more compassion But that's fact. I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I'm more confident than ever and I'm okay and I'm getting through it and just do your thing. And I've been doing this podcast for a while. I'm fine. No, if anything, 
I'm going to acknowledge that I'm more anxious than ever and that's okay. I'm not defined by that. I won't need to stay that way. I realize this is very situational and the time we're in and it's temporary. It's We're all adjusting in some way. And so I can acknowledge that. I can acknowledge that me being even more anxious has affected the podcast. It's made me get in my head and think, is what I'm saying really, like, is it making sense? Right now I got in my head, is this episode flowing in any way? Is this episode making sense to the listener? And I could tell myself, Tara, you should feel confident. You should feel this way. You should feel fine and know what you're doing. You've been doing this for at least two years now, which which I'm acting like it's 40 years, but you should be more confident than in the beginning. And no, I'm not going to tell myself that because life is not that simple. It doesn't work that way. And for me to disregard how I'm really feeling, the reality of what I'm dealing with right now, I would be shutting my most authentic self down. Even if my most authentic self in this moment isn't the person I'm most proud of or I want to strive to be all the time, that's okay. We're never going to be perfect. We're never going to reach an end destination of how we are. We're never going to finally be confident, finally be happy, finally be successful. It's not that simple. And so this is a reminder that as we step into the new year, you may feel a mix of emotions or you may not. You may feel really happy and excited and hopeful, or you may feel really sad and scared and anxious, and you may be grieving the last year, or you may even feel a mix of those emotions, which I feel like that's personally where I am is I feel really hopeful. I feel excited knowing that we're, you know, the vaccine is out. We're going to eventually see our loved ones. We didn't have the Christmas we wanted this year. You know, my brother didn't come home from New York. We usually have a Christmas Eve party with family. I'm just here with my household this year. And it is what it is. There are worse things that could happen. So I realize that this is temporary. Life will be back to, I guess you can say, a new normal. And things will change. I'm thankful to be in school and to have this podcast and to know that life will move forward. And at the same time, and I'm saying and because... I can experience all of these emotions at once. And I am also really devastated by the fact that this holiday season wasn't the same. People are losing loved ones every day. This year was not what many of us expected it to be. And I'm grieving that in many ways that other people are. I'm also anxious and scared. And every day I wake up thinking, I just want my grandpa to get the vaccine. I want my parents to get it. I, I want to feel that sense of safety and security. And it's scary. And so I can feel all of those emotions at once. The same way you can feel any emotion you feel at once. If you're terrified and you're also excited, whatever it is, let yourself feel that. I shouldn't have to feel any specific way than the way I do. If someone were to say, you should be happy that this is how it is. You should feel grateful. You should, should, should. I'm tired of the shoulds. (laughs) I'm tired of the shoulds. Don't let anyone should on you. And I love that. It's, it's so true. And so I'm going to keep this episode pretty short. Um, I just hope you realize that you shouldn't feel any other way than the way you do. And honestly, I may have said something like, you should feel proud of yourself. And if I did my mistake, feel free to call me out. <laughs> I'm still learning not to use should, something I don't really want to do, but I make mistakes as well. So I will let myself 
grow from that. But for me, I feel proud of where I am and how far I've come. I have also been really hard on myself and that's okay. It doesn't mean I will stay in this feeling forever. I know that. And so I'm letting myself feel the way I do. I'm letting myself grieve. I'm letting myself feel joy. I'm letting myself feel the way I do. As simple as that. And it's not that simple, actually, for many people, but it can be hard for us to let ourselves feel the way we do. I totally get if you're struggling with that as well. You know, I have been people pleaser for so long. I have felt like I needed to be a specific person. I needed to have a specific demeanor and attitude and personality that I felt like I didn't know myself beyond who others wanted me to be beyond the image of what others expected of me. And every day I am almost, you know, peeling a layer off of who I felt like I needed to be. And I'm slowly, slowly getting to the core. And I always will be. I will forever be changing. My most authentic self will forever be evolving every single day. I'm not the same person I was yesterday. I will not be the same person tomorrow. And there's no end destination of discovering your one true self. It's a constant self-discovery journey. It's every single day we will be going through experiences that constantly form who we are in every moment. Most of us are not the same people we were before the pandemic. And so, yes, I am hopeful. I'm hopeful even with our new president and vice president-elect. I'm hopeful with the vaccine. I am hopeful about my future, about what I plan to do. I'm hopeful about the world becoming a more just and accepting place. I also feel scared and helpless and worried and anxious. I feel all of these feelings that intertwine and that can coexist in the same space and I will let them. I will let them. So going into the new year, just remember you're going to see posts. You're going to see people talk about being happy all the time, maybe that toxic positivity or changing gears and being positive moving forward, being more productive, losing that weight, whatever it is that may make you feel so bad, just know you don't have to do anything drastic. Just because it's a new year, we're still at the end of the day in the same situation. And so please be easy on yourself. Please know that it's okay to feel the way you do. Most people won't be posting about how they feel anxious and not excited about the new year. (laughs) I doubt that. And some people may, and those are people you probably want to follow. So you realize that you're not alone. And I appreciate when people are authentic like that. And also people will post about how they are happy and excited and have great things coming for them. And that's great too. I'm not saying we want everyone to be sad and struggle. I just want people to feel the way they do. If you're excited and happy, amazing. If you're if you're grieving and you're anxious, you know, I can repeat myself all day long, but overall, let yourself feel the way you do. If you want to reflect on this year, if you want to reflect on ways you've grown, amazing. If you just want to take it day by day and think, you know, tragic things have happened and I didn't necessarily grow from them and that's okay. That's fine too. There doesn't have to be some huge realization of 2020, some huge growth you've had. Let yourself accept the fact that surviving can be more than enough at times. And especially right now in our current situation, surviving, making it day by day is something to commend and to be proud of. So I hear you. I see you. I am wishing you 
inner peace and authenticity, whatever that looks like for you. I would love to hear how you're feeling about the new year, how you're feeling about tomorrow, how you're feeling about this time. I just hope you know you're not alone. You can reach me. You can send me a message. Let me know at Trust and Thrive on Instagram. And if you've been enjoying the show and if you would like to leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts, I would so, so appreciate that. It truly does help the show. There's so many more listeners than reviews. And so it really would help people discover the show, see if they like it. And so that we can grow together in the new year because there are so many exciting episodes coming up. I have so many ideas I want to share. I want to get your insight. I want to hear what you want to hear. So please feel free to let me know if there are any specific topics you want. We have a lot of great topics coming up. So once again, thank you for being here. I'm sending my love and I wish you nothing but inner peace and growth this year. We are going to get through this time. We will. Let yourself feel the way you do. Do not let anyone should on you. (laughs) I love that. Do not let anyone should on you. And just know that this is a lifelong journey and we've got this. I hope you have a wonderful start to your new year and I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday. Thursday.